Scotty's controversial comments, the bad day defence, and the state of the Melbourne lockdown. This was the month of June. Hello, my name's Wendell Hussey. This is the Baturda Advocates Daily News Bulletin. We're coming to you from the Budgie Smuggler booth. And my name's Clancy Overall. Let's get right into it. Let's do it. A big national story that broke in the month of June was Australia never had slavery, says Prime Minister, who thinks sugarcane just cut itself for 100 years. Yes, the end of May and the beginning of June saw the Black Lives Matters protests sweep the US and many other countries, including Australia. That forced our politicians to have some uncomfortable conversations, very public conversations as well, that they couldn't ignore this time around. And the debate spilled over into the place of some of our statues and our history books that may, in fact, mythologise plenty of historical figures who did some very awful things. And around that time, Scotty from marketing was doing his best daggy dad impression by really not engaging with the issue at all and just trying to write it off as PC bullshit. Yes, he was. And that did lead him to one of his more notable gaffes of 2020, where he said our country didn't have slavery. Obviously, a few historians had to come out and let him know about things like blackbirding and the fact that Aboriginal, Chinese, Irish, Italian, Polynesian, Melanesian people were certainly not always paid for their work, particularly up north. A little history lesson for Scotty. And after he made that gaffe, we broke a story about the statue debate and how it evolved. This one was about a group of young blokes in black puffer vests standing guard at John Howard's statue. Yes, it was fever pitch at this point of the year. Black Lives Matters was happening. There was a fair bit of rioting, fair bit of protesting, fair bit of looting. There was all degrees of civil unrest. Some fruitful, some not so fruitful. And of course, statues were being vandalised, some deserved, some not so deserved. There was concerns in Australia that we might be heading the same way as the UK, where controversial figures in Australian political history were vandalised, the statues at least. And a group of young liberals made headlines for forming an armed guard around the statue of John Howard down in Ballarat. Because blokes like these young white-collar employees will cop a lot, so they say, but they won't have you taking the piss out of their Johnny. No, they won't. They just won't stand for it. But unfortunately, while they did their best, someone distracted them with an insider trading stock tip a couple of days after we wrote this headline, and in turn, the former PM's bus was vandalised. Yeah, they got undone pretty quickly. And in New South Wales that month, there was a lot of controversy around the behaviour of their police force. The police commissioner came out and actually posthumously pardoned Ivan Malat after new evidence revealed he'd had a bad day. This was about the time the New South Wales police force took a break from strip-searching teenagers and actually began flat-out assaulting them. Basically, the late Australian serial killer Milat was let off by the New South Wales police a short time after the commissioner explained that an officer who had leg-swept an Indigenous teenager and threw him to the ground in a violent confrontation had actually, quote, just had a bad day. So, of course, they gave the same treatment to Ivan Milat, who killed over eight people who were hitchhikers down in the Southern Highlands region of New South Wales. Yeah, and Donovan Teal left a comment on that story saying all the retail workers out there stoked to be able to pavement slam anyone who gives them a bit of lip while they're having a bad day. And it is a great defence, that having a bad day. One, I got out of a red card when I king hit that bloke from Midori playing for the Dolphins a few months back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's tried and true. It'll work for the cops. It'll work for you. And we'll finish off the month down there in Victoria with Victoria's right wing suddenly forgetting they spent three months demanding school and shops reopen. Yeah, most of us were out and about by then and had no plans to go back in, but that wasn't the case for Melbourne. No, because they were staring down the barrel of that dreaded second wave. And as that wave started surging, the likes of Sam Newman, Tim Smith, Joe Hildebrand and Bolt 
all made headlines, miraculously forgetting that they demanded Victoria open up for weeks before they did and then had to lock back down again. And we know how that ended, but we will cover that in the next few bulletins coming up. So that is all for today. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Tomorrow you'll be hearing about Dictator Dan. Thank you.